Welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey you, welcome back to the podcast. So good to be here with you today. I am just jiving along here. This is really fun. As you probably have noticed, we are upping our volume of podcast episodes. I will likely talk more about this in some upcoming episodes, but one of the things that I know is that people are really moving or at least controlling their time on social media. But when you think about how people plug into podcasts, or other vehicles for learning, right? You're definitely seeing that massively increase. And so we're just really leaning into you, leaning to our audience, and also how I desire to show up more. So I'll never stop creating content on social, but I really love to turn on my mic and talk to you. And So, and we know that our best clients come from our podcast episodes or, you know, they, some of you listen, you binge for a while before you become a client or you find us through social, then you listen to some episodes and you become a client. We know that the podcast uh, portion or the podcast element is really a integral part of our customer journey based on some studies we've done. And so this is why we also teach our higher end clients how to um, do their own podcast strategy because it is, I believe, one of the best ways to enhance that overall client journey once you really find your rhythm in what you're doing. So what's really exciting is we're actually going to do a five-part series for live launching. We just came off of Launch Lab and this is our second time running it and both times that I ran this free event, this free virtual event, I just feel so passionate about this topic. This is one of our core methods for marketing and our core methods for filling our scalable offers. And we're bringing more of that content to life because I realized I don't talk about it enough. And also, obviously, we have our signature offer launch like a queen and really helping you see how we think about live launches and really helping you understand that it's so much more than just live launching and so what I'm going to do is do a five-part series that goes a little bit deeper so the launch lab event inspired this so if you were a part of that live launch event I would definitely still tune in you're going to get even more value from this five-part series and also just re-anchor some of the core concepts you might have heard in the first place. But over the next five episodes, I'm going to go deeper in the five core stages of live launching and also just show you how this fits into your business model, how I think about it, how I see it, and where in your sequence of success this will come based on where you're at in your business. And so I'm really excited to um release this series and I'm excited to just plug in in this way and talk about one of my favorite topics so 
really quick to really set the stage and there's actually another episode that will link up to this that talks about the five core stages to a live launch model that converts like crazy pants and those five stages are the groundwork right so the groundwork is really setting the stage for success prepping um, really planning the second stage of live launching is the launch runway third stage is the launch event the fourth stage is the offer invitation and then the fifth stage is the post launch strategy so what I'm going to do over each of these days is go deeper into each of these stages and what you need to consider in order to really create that rhythm in your business. We believe that live launching is the best way to fulfill on a lot of the things that you may be seeking in your business as you're growing to that next level. It's the best way to create those large cash infusions. It's the best way to uh, fill your group coaching programs. It's the best way to gain notoriety in the industry in a different way. It's the best way to really give your audience a chance to know you and like you and trust you instead of just reading your content. It's really that element that you can provide your audience members and your potential clients that they can't necessarily get other places And it really takes that relationship to the next level. And we have done this so successfully for so many years and our clients are doing it as well. And so a lot of what I'm going to share over the next five days is in accordance to what we know works 100%. So for today, we're going to unpack the stage one which is the groundwork, which is the stage that most people skip. And this is the stage that you're actually really preparing yourself for success. So my background is in project management and I spent my pretty much my uh, most of my adulthood training as a project leader and got extensive certifications and credentials and education in large-scale projects, corporate leadership, etc. super boring. But one of the things that I will never forget is that one of the components of project management is that you should spend more time planning than you do executing. And I remember when I would lead these large-scale initiatives with leadership teams, it was really hard to get people to spend the time planning because just like people like me and probably people like you, you just want to get to it. It's just like I wake up with a great idea and I'm like, okay, let's do it. Now there's an element to that that's really great. And of course we always want to be nimble and really ride that creative energy. But when you're thinking about high converting launches and really creating those high cash infusions for your business, there has to be a certain level of planning that goes into it. And if we skip over the planning phase, What happens is we miss important details. We might find ourselves out of alignment. We might even um, really overlook a very important piece to the overall launch strategy. We might even unintentionally find ourselves in a position that we don't want to be in. And so this first stage is setting yourself up for success. And if you have a team, it's also setting your team up for success or If you're at a stage like me, your team is going to be able to help you set you up for success. So when you have a process that you follow like we do, a plug and play system, 
we plug and go and my team knows exactly what to do and we it's like flipping a switch now of course when we come with new topics or new angles we obviously have additional work to do like new graphics and new opt-in pages and things like that but we still have the general system that we follow and it's really become such a nice flow because most people will tell you you need months and months and months of planning for a live launch but when you have this system you can use it for anything you can use it for quick little offers that you offer your audience you can use it for your signature programs when you want to come with a new angle on something like there's just so much you can do with this it doesn't have to be super super extensive you know you see a lot of the leaders in the industry that only launch like twice a year so they're like these big ginormous launches where they're spending hundreds and thousands of dollars of ads and yeah right they're having six or seven figure launches but they're only doing it a couple times a year so they have to really create get more out of those few times that is not something I love I really love serving my audience throughout the year and anytime we want to give a new flavor or offer a different way for our audience to experience with us we'll leverage this live launch model so when you're setting that stage it's just important to have a couple things uh, really decided on before you start executing on your live launch so let's talk about those first of all what are you selling (laughs) Now, when you think about a live launch, again, the component here that some of you may not be aware of is that there is a launch event. So when we're talking about launching, it's not necessarily that we're just bringing an offer to the market. We're going through this series of uh, steps where we have a masterclass or a challenge or a workshop, right? And we're leveraging that to bring people to us and then, you know, give value and then pitch our offer at the end okay so and we're going to unpack all of those steps but I just wanted to set the stage for what that live launch model looks like it's a start and a stop it's sort of a container where um it's like you create this pressure filled container where people have to say yes or no and you move people through this process all at once this is like marketing and selling at volume okay so when we are planning for our live launch Uh, It sounds really obvious, but we have to really feel clear and solid about the offer that we're selling and really think about, A, where am I, where is there opportunity to get a little bit more specific or niche down? One of the things that we find um, happens when you're really stretching to 100K multiple six figures is there's some opportunity to elevate your message by way of going deeper in your niche. And so this is a chance to really explore that and perhaps you're at a stage where you may want to consider this too. And by really looking at your offer and deciding this is the thing that we're going to sell, it's also going to open that loop in, do I feel clear about my offer? Because if you don't feel clear, your audience won't feel clear. And am I clear about who this is specifically for? So when I was, I was just having a one-to-one strategy session with one of my um, mastermind clients and she is getting ready to launch a little like feeder offer. And we were talking about what that process looked like and she is a complete guru expert in her space. Um, She's been doing this for decades probably or more and there's no doubt that she knows her Um, avatars really really well she has a couple different um, pockets of industries that she serves 
But even when she was thinking about this little theater offer, it's easy to just assume that you know who it's for. But when you actually pause and ask yourself like, oh my gosh, who am I actually thinking about? And is this a beginner person? Is this somebody a little bit more seasoned? Where are they actually at in their journey? When you're not clear here, what happens is you create marketing and launch assets that are also unclear. And so this is why the groundwork is so important because if you don't just kind of use this as an opportunity to feel really certain and really confident in your offer and your message, it's going to bleed into all the other aspects of your launch which then will impact your overall conversions. And so even inside of Launch Like a Queen, these are the questions we're asking and we're really resurfacing your offer, really asking ourselves what, like who is this offer for? And then we start designing the launch event in accordance to the highest caliber version of your client. This is a time to really move out of this stage where you're marketing to people that can't afford you or it's not that you're not going to get those objections, but most of you are unintentionally actually messaging, like your messaging and marketing is for those people. So we want to move out of that. And so this groundwork really allows you that opportunity and that space to just make sure you're clear, okay? So what is it that you're selling and who is it for? Most people skip over this and they start just designing this random launch event, right? Putting together a masterclass, putting together a challenge. And what happens is there's complete misalignment. And so that's the byproduct when you think of some like completing your launch event, and the end of it, you're having no conversions, right? It's likely due to a couple things that we'll talk about here in the next couple episodes, but all under the umbrella of disconnect or misalignment. And so really getting clear there. The other thing, which is also going to sound obvious, but most people don't do, is to calendar some dates and reverse engineer. This is the planning, okay? So when you think about your launch event and the different steps that you have to move through the biggest thing is obviously when is the program start date now if you're in one-to-one coaching and you're using the live launch model to sell out your one-to-one coaching I would imagine you can take clients anytime so it's less relevant but if you do have like a cohort style or you want to take on a group um, at a certain period of time then we have to use that as sort of that reverse engineer date and decide, okay, from that point, when do I want to do a launch event? And those are really important dates to mark on your calendar. Then we really design the launch plan around your launch event. So I will have my clients really decide, okay, I want to get a big boost here, or I want to sell this thing here, or I want to get, you know, five clients here on this date. Then we reverse engineer. And everybody's different. There's a common misconception that you have to enroll clients right after you live launch. And while that is typical and normal, it's not always the case. We enroll clients even in Launch Like a Queen ahead of time, months in advance, based on our process right now. But we have a process that keeps them warm and lets them know that this is sort of, this is what to expect. We're selling that process ahead of time, so it's no surprise. But if you are enrolling clients and then you ghost them for a month, 
then you're definitely going to have, you know, refund requests and stuff like that. But most of you likely will start your group program or start your coaching clients right after your launch event, you know, within a week or so. But just know that there's options there. So when we know when we're going to start that, then we reverse engineer, you know, your launch event. And then from your launch event, then we back out of that date as well and really start to think about our launch runway. In the next episode, I'm going to go deeper in the launch runway, which is how to fill your launch event and what to really do to get your launch off of the ground. But your launch runway can be anywhere from 10 to 14 days. I've even seen launch runways depending, right, months in advance. But in this instance, what we're talking about is really gearing up for a very specific launch event. Any much further out, like two weeks from that, is really just, in my opinion, considered, you know, general lead gen. But when we think about somebody coming to a virtual event, right, nobody, or I won't say nobody, most people are just sort of like last minute people. They're not going to plan in advance three months for an hour masterclass or a three-day virtual event. And so generally we find 10 to 14 days out is plenty for a launch runway to fill your launch event. But whatever you decide, what's most important is that we calendar it. And I know it sounds so obvious, But most people skip over this and by the time they know it, their launch event is in a few days and they haven't gotten the leads in it that they need to. And it's because they didn't give it the due diligence it deserves by marketing it consistently several times over the course. And I would say every day even over the course of those, you know, 10 to 14 days. And when you don't really look holistically at your launch plan and really intentionally calendar these dates it will happen that all of a sudden literally you wake up you're like oh my gosh my launch event is tomorrow that is not how category leaders launch and this is what we teach you inside of launch like a queen we really want you to elevate yourself in the market your live launch is an extension of your brilliance it's an extension of your message and this is your chance to really take yourself from that solopreneur coach phase to that category queen type of environment and you are setting yourself up as the leader of your industry because your live launch method when done well does that but all these little things again the most basic things will are are important to helping you achieve that outcome and so we're planning we're putting dates on the calendar and then we're really understanding what goes into that work okay so when we know we have a launch runway and it's you know marked on our calendar we then know what we have to do to work up to that and so if you have a little bit of a buffer we want you to start working on your launch assets okay now instead of launch like a queen we have a complete uh, launch checklist with like swipe files and some of our highest converting um, launch assets so you can have examples but you're just starting to work through these things right so like your opt-in page because you cannot promote for a launch event without some of these things being operated in and so that laying that groundwork is going to be a part of that process in making sure you have the assets in place to fulfill on this experience this is why most launches fail is because we're not giving it that thorough focus and attention that it truly truly needs 
And so we have a launch checklist to work through to really say, okay, these are things that I can complete ahead of time. These are things that I could get away with completing during. Um, We want you to complete the majority of your assets ahead of time if possible because what we find is if you don't have those done and you're trying to create these during the process of launching but your energy is low, you're feeling discouraged, you're not going to create your best work. So ideally, it's going to be ahead of time. But there are just things that, like if you're like me, there's just some of that right now energy that can really um, bring some incredible content and really leaning into the launch energy itself, really leaning into the people that are there because you're going to get different vibes from different audiences each time. You know, similar but still different. And so there's going to be things that you can create ahead of time that you have to, right? Like your opt-in pages for your masterclass or your workshop, your challenge, whatever launch event you decide to do, which we'll talk about in a couple episodes. And, you know, you have the back end, the confirmation emails, the nurture sequences. And I'm sure as I'm talking right now, you're probably like, oh my gosh, this is so much to do. And this is why we provide such a high-powered space inside of Launch Like a Queen because it can feel a lot, right? But every week we're coaching, we're reviewing content, you're getting sales coaching um you have tech support and you have these things to be able to support you in your journey so that it doesn't feel so hard really ripping off the band-aid and doing your first really really true high-powered live launch is going to be one of the biggest humps you have to cross after that then you get to have fun with it and put layers so When you're thinking about what your next live launch looks like and laying the groundwork in this stage one, you are going to decide which strategies you want to pull from. For our clients, and this is something we do on our custom strategy call when you come in to launch like a queen, I make recommendations on the different types of strategies you should really install for the first phase because I don't want you going balls to the wall with all these advanced strategies because We've done it so much and some of our clients that have done it so many times, they're starting to dip into these fun, powerful, advanced type of things you can do to really enhance the overall journey. But it's because they've done it before. They've done it several times. They're finding their their feet, their rhythm, their confidence. And so it's easier for them to like build in these extra layers. But if it's just your first, second, or even third launch, right, we don't want you trying to pull in all the things. I remember I tried to do this. I learned um, how to launch from one, a male mentor and I it was so techy. And I'm so grateful for that because I learned how to do a lot of tech that I would have probably not. And, and now I'm so thankful that I don't have to do much of it because my dean does it. But I spent more time on tech than I did anything else. And so by the time I was launching and by the time I was delivering the content in the launch event, I was like so depleted. And so we want to preserve that energy. Sometimes when you're just getting going in this process, you don't really have capacity for a lot. And so we really measure that realistically and make recommendations on what to pull in and how to simplify it as much as possible from the get-go. And so in the groundwork stage, those are decisions we're making to make sure that you do get the most out of this launch and really feel excited and confident about what's coming. Again, everybody's different here. Some people can, maybe their first time, like do more than others. Everybody's different. We lean into you and what you need and you have to learn you and what you need and really be able to assess like what makes sense. But 
those are the types of decisions that are happening in stage one. You can't skip over this because if you roll right in to your launch process without really having those loops closed and knowing where you're going, you will fall flat. And not just your launch, I mean you. It's really fatiguing to roll into a launch process without a plan. Trust me, I've done it. And you naturally are going to dip in energy because if you're like me, when you pour into others, you will have a decrease, a more significant decrease in your energy. Uh, When I train, when I coach live, oh my gosh, like I'm like dead (laughs) after. And so you have to honor that. You just have to know that that's coming and that you don't have a ton of capacity for a lot of other things. And so either doing it ahead of time or just knowing there's certain parts of this that you're not going to pull in for this particular launch, but you have to make those decisions ahead of time. So that's what's happening in the groundwork. We're planning. We're doing the planning process. And like I said, you should be spending time planning. And it sounds counterintuitive because all of us just want to get into action. But this really sets the stage for what's coming. And you can really eliminate a lot of stress and burnout if you at least make these decisions. Like even if you don't create anything ahead of time, other than of course what's most important, but even if you don't do anything ahead of time, if you have things marked out and you know what's coming and you know what to prepare for, that is the most people do. So you have your dates on the calendar, you know what's coming, you have made decisions, you've given yourself that space to really look at your offer, look at your message, potentially really niche down um, even further if you can and really re-engage yourself on your offer. Sometimes um, what I notice is people go into their live launch and start selling and haven't even like been excited about their offer. And when I write content about my offer and when we're launching, that is what pulls me. So like that is where my like most potent form of magnetism is coming from is because I spend a lot of time just selling myself on my offer and really loving it because I want people to feel that from me. And when you don't love it, people will also feel that from you. And so that's also time for you to just like get re-engaged with what you're selling and feel excited about it so that you can go into your live launch feeling that true love for what you do and the excitement of other people experiencing that. So that's what we're doing in the the groundwork of your live launch process. In the next episode, we're going to cover the launch runway. This is how to fill your launch events, even without ads, how to make sure that you have people that are showing up for your masterclass, your challenge, etc. How to really get massive momentum before the thing has even started. So as you're really imagining this live launch process it's like I want you to think of that mountain and you're climbing the mountain right now as you gear into the groundwork the pre-launch runway is like going up that mountain and the peak is your launch event and so the bigger the peak right the bigger the launch conversions and so that launch runway is vitally important and so in the next episode we're going to talk about some strategies for that what's important about that particular stage how to fill your launch events, and also some really common mistakes to avoid. So I hope you enjoyed this and I cannot wait to dive in into the next episode. Hey you, thank you so much for listening. 
It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs, just like you, are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. I'll see you there.